Who doesn't love a bit of Elvis? Well, if you're a super fan, some good news. An Elvis immersive concert experience is launching in London later this year. Elvis Evolution, as it's called, will get underway in the UK in November using AI and holographic projection to bring the star back to life from thousands of photos and home video footage. A life-sized digital representation of Presley will perform all the hits following a deal between a British company called Layered Reality and Authentic Brands Group, which owns the Elvis Presley estate. There's also plans for shows in Vegas, surprising nobody, Tokyo and Berlin. What do you think? Are you into these sort of holographic representations of artists? Would you want to see something like that? I know quite a few people who've gone to see the show, the ABBA show in London, and absolutely loved it. But I don't know if I'd be freaked out about it. Um, Let me know what you think. Techtalk at Newstalk.com. Now, I've managed to avoid the New Year, New Me buzz thus far. But one change I will absolutely be making this year involves my money. I have become so aware of just how much I'm paying out in terms of subscription services, phone bills, banking charges and so on. So if you're like me and want to save a few quid over the coming months, you may want to pay attention because the brilliant Dara Cassidy of Bonkers.ie is with me now with some top tips. Uh, Dara, let's just start with our mobile phones. We've spoken about this before. Things have changed significantly when it comes to the options for mobile phone providers. Um, Can you just give us a bit of an overview of the landscape as it stands today? Well, there's a huge number of players at the moment. There's the three main players that people will be familiar with, which is Vodafone, Three and Air. Uh, But over the past few years, there's been a host of SIM-only providers that have launched in Ireland. Some of them are affiliated to Vodafone and uh, Three and Air. Some of them kind of work, though, by themselves. And these tend to offer... The best value. So some people will be familiar with some of these names, such as Gomo, um, 48, Clear Mobile, and then there's also offering some Tesco Mobile and also Virgin Mobile. And that's where a lot of the, the you know the, the best value is. Some of these providers offer deals from as little as maybe you know six euro for the first three months up to maybe. 15 euro a month. So it's a lot less than what you would pay with some of the main providers. Uh, the issue though of course is that they're sim only mobile providers so you do need to have a phone uh, but i would always be saying to people to you know, do check out sim only deals as well as they tend to be very very competitive uh vodafone air three offer their own sim only deals as well but they tend not to be quite so quite so good but there is no pretty healthy competition in the markets and there are deals out there for people who are willing to to, to switch and pull in a little bit of time to save some money yeah, there was a woman uh, named Suzanne who emailed us techtalk at newstock.com saying she's spending 80 quid a month on her phone bill. It's a legacy plan that she's had for years. She wants to cut back. She knows there's better options out there, but she doesn't know where to start. So if somebody is like that, somebody's like Suzanne, knows they're paying too much, wants to move around, what are the key considerations that you need to factor in when you're looking at all the options from the traditional networks right through to those digital mobile networks? 
I think the main thing to decide is, is, is do you actually need a new phone? And if you don't need a new phone and you've been with your provider for maybe, let's say, two years, there is going to be much better value out there for you. Because how it works is if you buy the latest iPhone or the latest Android phone, um, you know, they, they tend to be very, very expensive. Um, and because of that, your bill tends to be quite high. It can be maybe 60, 70, or in this case, 80 euro a month because you are paying a lot of you know what you're paying is for the phone and then you may only actually be spending maybe 10 or 15 euro towards the text and the data but sometimes people don't realize that and when they come to the end of let's say the two-year contract and their phone has been actually paid off it's now their phone they can unlock it if they want they're left being charged maybe 60 70 80 euro a month where they can get much better deals elsewhere and that's where i would say to any listeners if you are one of those people if you've been with your provider for maybe two or three years the chances are your phone has been paid off you are not tied into a contract you're not tied into any network anymore and you can move for maybe one or two or three years or however long you're phone that you have lasts to a much cheaper deal from the likes of maybe Virgin Mobile, GoMo, 48 Clear Mobile, all of these SIM-only deals where you just, as the name suggests, get a SIM and it can be as little as with Clear Mobile, $14.99 a month, GoMo, $14.99 a month, Virgin Mobile offers several deals. Uh, at the moment, I think it's around 25 euro a month, but Virgin customers, Virgin Broadband customers can get it for 20 euro a month. So you can go down from paying like I said, 80 euro a month to maybe 15 euro a month just by switching to one of these SIM-only deals. Some cases, though, Jesse, don't even have to switch network. You could just go into, let's say, Vodafone or 3 and say, I want to switch to one of your SIM-only deals. But as I said, they tend not to be quite as good value as the, the, the SIM-only deals from some of the smaller providers. Uh, but just in terms of, I was checking what you want from a network. Um, speed is obviously a big thing. Do they offer 4G or 5G? GOMO does now offer 5G speeds, uh, but some of the other Simone providers don't. Uh, looking at obviously your data allowance, um, how many calls, how many texts, uh, how, how much data you get. Be wary of offers that say unlimited because sometimes there is actually a fair usage allowance. Uh, and then just maybe called customer service or something else. But some of these Simone providers, they don't have any branches. They don't have any retail outlets rather. Uh, and all the customer service is done online, which may not appeal to some people. Yeah, they are the compromises, I suppose, that you're making. But if you are saving... 60 quid or more a month it is definitely worth considering is it a hassle to move from network to network so say if you want to move from air 3 or vodafone to one of those digital mobile networks is it an ordeal like i I still get people asking me you know do i need to go and write down all my mobile numbers into a copy book and copy them in does it take long you know how pain-free can that process be it is relatively pain-free i think it's up there with energy, gas, electricity is being one of the simplest bills to switch. The key thing is that it's very, very quick. It usually only takes a few hours. Now, I would say to somebody, if you're expecting a very, very important call, maybe that's not the time to switch, but it is um, usually done with only a few hours. And the key thing is that you get to keep your number. Now, you can choose to get a new number if you want, but I don't know why anybody would choose that. Uh, but you get to keep your number because you literally you port your number over. So it is very 
very, very pain-free, very, very simple, only takes a few hours, sometimes even less, as I said. You get to keep your number and um, all of your information is still there. It's not, you know, it's not something that people should find too taxing or too difficult to do. And when you do do it, some of the savings that are there can be absolutely huge. As you said, you could be saving maybe 60 euro a month, which over the course of a year is a huge amount of money. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's worth doing. Look, don't don't be afraid. Make sure your phone is backed up, all your stuff is stored to the cloud. It, it'll all be there on your phone. You're literally just, it, it, you won't even have to change your SIM card in many instances. It'll just happen automatically, but it is worth sussing out and making happen. And I would just say as well, sometimes what we do give out about customer servers, but if people are a little bit concerned or are a little bit uh, wary of changing you know obviously you will have help from the provider that you're switching to or even the provider that you're switching from and sometimes in this case of course when you actually go to switch you may get a retention offer from the likes of the the big providers to try and get you to stay so sometimes that's always worth doing as well yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about banking very briefly because this is something that I did that end of year thing where I went through all my statements and I was looking at the fees that I'm charged by my bank. And it's kind of eye-opening when you look at the fees that you're charged, but also the disparity between the benefits of doing a savings account with one bank versus another bank. Is there really good value to be had if you move bank? And is that an ordeal? Moving back is a little bit more difficult than moving a mobile provider. I'm not going to lie, but the savings can be equally as big. Looking at maybe, first of all, current accounts. So there are several current account providers out there at the moment. Um, There's obviously PTSB, Bank of Ireland, AIB. You have the online only banks such as N26 and Revolut. Then you have the Credit Union. You have OnPost. So there is a little bit of choice out there, despite the fact that we've seen, unfortunately, KBC and Ulster Bank exit the markers. The banks charge various fees. What I would say to listeners is, particularly if you're with AIB, uh, they charge pretty hefty fees. And anyone who's a listener and who's an AIB customer, you'd have gotten your, uh, you know, portion statement, and it could be maybe thirty or forty euro in fees that you have to pay. And with some of the other providers, it is potentially, you know, largely free. So if you do move, you could be saving yourself thirty to forty euro each quarter, which isn't an insignificant amount of money. Um, I myself personally am with PTSB, a permanent TSB, and I find them fine. Not a great online service, but it is fine. And how it works is that it's char- it's six euro a month, but then you get up to five euro back each month, depending on how often you use your card in store or online. So they pay you 10 cents every time you use your card in store or online. So I get charged six euro at the start of the month, and then I get I get a five euro credit back at the end of the month. So it works out as a net one euro for me, which is obviously significantly cheaper than if I were with AIB, where I'd be charged maybe thirty to forty euro a quarter. Uh, and then obviously with Revolut, they have largely free day to day banking, uh, particularly if you're not a big user of cash. And now Revolut offers Irish IBAN, so it's an increasingly viable alternative to one of the main bank account providers. So I would say uh, to listeners, in particular if you're with AIB, uh, but maybe even with OnPlus money, they can have quite high fees and charges as well. You can't save money by switching uh, bank accounts. It does take a little bit more effort. It's not completely seamless. There is a code of practice that is there for banks to follow. But usually where the problem is, is, is just transferring all 
over all those direct debits and standing orders. But um, the, the payoff is that you could potentially save yourself, uh, you know, maybe a few hundred euro a year. And then particularly again, when it comes to savings, I would say to people, shop around. A big mistake that a lot of people make is they think that if they have their current account, but let's say Bank of Ireland yes, they have to have their mortgage with Bank of Ireland, they have to have their savings with Bank of Ireland and so on. You don't. Um, regardless of who you do your day-to-day -day banking with, you can put your savings elsewhere, you can put your mortgage or apply for a mortgage elsewhere. And uh, particularly with savings at the moment, a lot of households in Ireland have money on deposits and they're leaving it in accounts that is paying practically zero interest. And encourage people to look at better places to put their money when it comes to those savings accounts um i was on bonkers.ie over the last few days and one of the questions that the the website asks is do you want instant access to your money what are the other considerations that you need to factor in when it comes to saving with the bank that's not your day-to-day -day bank the main thing, we, we, you have kind of said it, do you want instant access? Because the best rates, and this isn't just in Ireland, but this is the same pretty much everywhere. The best rates are usually if you're prepared to lock your money away for a certain amount of time. And sometimes that may only be nine months. Sometimes that might be two or three years. But leaving your money in an account where you have almost instant access to it means that you aren't usually going to get the best interest rate. So just asking yourself um, when you might want access to money. So for example, PTSB at the moment has an 18 month and a three year, I think, fixed term account offering 3% interest, which isn't too bad. Uh, but if you left your money in one of its demand deposits or instant access accounts, you'd get something like 0.1%, so which is huge difference so asking yourself do i think i'll need this money is very very important uh, then obviously as well you want to make sure that where you put your money you know is, is the bank covered by the bank guarantee and you know, all the main irish banks obviously are but this is certainly you know uh, how secure do you want the savings to be uh, and this really only applies i think if people start dabbling in stock markets and investing in cryptocurrency and all this stuff if people are just saving with the main irish banks they're all projected up to 100,000 euro under the deposit guarantee scheme. Uh, maybe as well, you might want to check, is there a branch network close by in case you want that personal touch when it comes to customer service? Obviously, AIB, PTSB, Bank of Ireland, uh, the three main Irish banks have branches in case something happens and you want to go in and talk to someone. Whereas if you were to maybe invest or save your money through the likes of maybe uh, Trade Republic or um, or, or, or or through Raisin, uh, that would have to be done online. And for most people, that mightn't be an issue, but some people do like the personal touch. That's something that should be considered as well. But just recently, the central bank released data saying that Irish households have 150 billion euro on deposits, which is not an insignificant amount of money. And around 140 billion is in accounts that are paying practically zero interest. So very few people have moved their money in Ireland into better paying accounts, despite the fact that interest rates have gone up. And we are, as a nation, we're collectively missing out on billions of euro in, in interest a year because we haven't moved. And that's one of the main reasons why the banks are so profitable right now, because they, um, despite being forced to offer uh, better savings rates, there was a lot of media pressure on them to do it last year. A lot of people haven't availed of those higher rates so the banks are are, are using people's money to uh, lend mortgages at you know four percent or five percent and they only have to pay interest of around 0.1 percent because people haven't gone after and put their money into the better yielding accounts
Yeah, it's such a no-brainer when you hear it. It can be daunting to do, but uh, I'm in the process of doing it at the moment, just moving around and being a bit more more mindful because I do think there's value to be had. You just need to put in the legwork. Uh, there's so much information up on bonkers.ie if you want to be guided through it. Uh, Dara Cassidy, as always, thank you so much for joining us here on News Talk. You're welcome. And that's it from me this week. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back in full on the News Talk app powered by Go Loud. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's News Talk Breakfast. John Fardy's up next here with Screen Time. In the meantime, have a lovely weekend.